Hey traders and investors, Andrew Keen, CEO and president of the 1450 Club with John Voorhees. As always, how is everything in North Carolina? Oh, we're, we're opening on, on back up, opening back on up here. So, you know, it's a nice rainy day here in Chapel Hill. Still not fully open, but how are things in Arizona? Uh, good. You know, like, I feel like, uh, you know, I've been, I've been saying that I've been you know, lucky to be in a state that has been open as much as it has been open. So we've actually been open pretty much, and uh, that has been good because, you know, I'm a very social person, as I say. So uh, You are social. I, I would like to consider myself social. So, uh, yeah, bars and restaurants are open. I, I'm very a little disappointed that I went out yesterday, and um, I didn't get my opportunity to watch the final two episodes of The Last Dance, which I'll be uh, watching tonight. But um, we'll be excited to get see sports going on. There was a UFC fight over the weekend. Um, I think someone tested positive like um for ufc so uh they weren't allowed to participate in that but you know usually this is what kind of happens so we had may expiration so there's always gonna be weekly options and there's gonna be regular expirations and the expirations are the friday after the third thursday of the month and may has been around for a very long time and we have a lot of volatility a lot of times we see huge huge moves after um that expiration is over. So usually we actually see it to the downside because you know people won't have their protection in place. But today we saw the, the opposite, which we saw a huge, huge rally today on the news that Moderna um, has some positive results on their, uh, you know, for their coronavirus. Um, I've been running kind of long short for a while. So I am, came in today more long than I was short. I was long KSS calls, took those off, long SKX calls, took those off, took off AEO calls. So now I'm a little bit more short than I am long, not by much. I have puts in Freeport, puts in GT. Um, so what do you think about S&P 500 futures are now getting close to up 100 points today. How does that, what do you feel about this? <clears throat> I, 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 there's nothing to say I haven't already said. I think, I think it's absolutely ridiculous, but you know, at the same time, I wouldn't really look to get this short this market right now. I think there's, a, uh, there's, how often do they rebalance the S&P 500? Is it once quarterly or once annual? It's once quarterly, right? Actually, to be honest, I don't know the answer to that question. I believe it's once. I believe it, it may be once annual. But I think they're, they're going to have some issues with it this time. I was reading over the weekend because it's 500 companies. And, uh, you know, you have to meet a certain cap, um, market cap requirement, which my understanding is a lot of the S&P 500 doesn't after, you know, kind of the market pullback we saw in the second quarter, and then <clears throat> at the same time, you have to post four quarters of profitability, which, which makes it difficult for a lot of companies to enter the S&P 500, say Tesla, for example. So I think with this next rebalance, they're going to have some problems, just as an uh, interesting aside. Um, with, with this market, I mean, it just seems to, you know, if, if it's not like some vaccine rumors, you know, the Fed saying they can do plenty more. So, I mean, it, it just... It seems to continue to go up inexplicably. Yeah, I mean, I, we've been talking on this, and my, my stance, you know, has really changed a lot. I was extremely bearish for a long time. And basically, I've been long the market since 2009. And then uh, in February, about February 24th, I started getting bearish. Um, and then I was bearish for a while. You know, some days made money, some days didn't. didn't. But um, I basically started getting long last week. And we just saw... <laughs> You know, I watch institutional order flow in the option market. I watch the biggest traders in the world placing and allocating capital. 
on certain individual trades. And we just saw a plethora of calls being bought in retail names. And when I see calls being bought um, in, you know, usually they do it by like sector, right? So like sometimes like oil names will get really hot and they'll buy calls in the oil names or the airlines. But like last week, I mean, TJX calls went from $1.35 to $5 today. SKX calls went from a buck ten to $3. Uh, AEO calls tripled in value. KSS calls made money in value. So when you we see that, you know, my a lot of my thought process turns around. Um, so that's kind of how I stand. Uh, we always go over our personal our portfolio. We talk about on Thursday, so we won't talk about that. But you know, I came in today very not like extremely long, but more long than short. And today was a good day for me and you know the subscribers too. So. You know, my personal PL, I don't really care about it as much, um, but I want, you know, subscribers to be making money. And I've been pounding the table. I've been on Instagram talking about this, um, you know, taking these long positions. And today it worked out. I still think we have a run up um, in the SP 500 futures up to about 3,100. I still will stick with my stance that I think there's less than a 20% chance we go through the all time highs of 3,400. But, you know, I've changed my tune around. Sometimes as a trader, you have to say, you know, you're wrong. And I was wrong for a little while, but, you know, I've been more right than I have been wrong. And, you know, it's good to have a day like today when, you know, positions are making money. So I think we have room up to 3,100 to the upside. I continue to say that. Um, it was hard for me to get long on days like today. Um, you know, when the S&P 500 futures open up plus 80 points, it's really hard for, like, to want to get long on days like that. Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, isn't it eighty percent? Isn't it eighty percent of the time the higher low of the day within within the first hour of trading? We used to always talk about. Wow, you used to be in the Alpha Shark office. You have a pretty good memory, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's definitely really difficult to to look for a long entry point, you know, as, as a trade on a on a day like today. Uh, you know what? If you really are optimistic about a recovery, and I'm generally optimistic about all of this. I just don't think the market is really at all reflective of the economic reality, which is you know something I've been saying since we started doing this. But if you're looking to get short, you know, I look at some of these stocks that really run up. I look at like Zoom, which I think has a market cap of a market cap now larger than all the American auto manufacturers, which is just you know. Pretty absurd when you think about it. But a lot of these like kind of tech plays, these work from home plays, that really driving with rallies are starting to look, you know, a little bit overbought. So, uh, so that, that, that's one way to play any potential pullback, or if you're looking to get short individual names. Yeah, I mean, I kind of look at it and be like, um, you know, like I there was a big, big, big put buyer in uh, CAR um, a couple of days ago, and they bought some August eight puts and. They were like almost two dollars and eighty cents, and I just I don't buy puts that are two dollars and eighty cents. I think it's too hard to make money on it. So I was looking at buying them today for like one fifty, um, and I haven't got filled. But that would be one. You know, the stock's up seventeen percent today. Um, that I might be looking to get short um, on a rally. I'm close to buying some puts right now, and you know August is three months away. So you know on Monday we do a Memorial Day. You'll see premiums getting sucked out of options and. You'll see a lot of time decay coming out of options. That's why another reason I didn't want to really get long today. I always say premium kills, you know, like if you have car insurance and you pay, let's say you pay hundred bucks a month for car insurance. If you go out of town for two weeks or you don't drive for two weeks, you don't get your car insurance back. And that's the same thing with options. So 
anytime you buy something, you need what is called FAR, fast, aggressive, move in the right direction. Um, and today, you know, like we had such a rally um, and, and the VIX isn't really selling off due to the fact that volatility is also measured to the upside. So when we have a huge massive move to the upside, volatility also measures it to the upside. So it's not only to the downside, it's the upside and downside too. Um, so the VIX still at 29. How do you feel about the VIX here at that $29 level? I, th I, I think it's range bound for a while. I, I, I think I think we'll we'll see a VIX of 35 before we see a VIX of 25. Will we see 40 before 20? Uh, I can't say. Yeah, I mean, how important, I, is, how important is China right now? Um, you know, I I think the big thing is gonna be, you know, this is, you know, like we're getting a reopening of the economy, right? And for the most part, they've kind of put the jobs on hold. Like, you know, like I was talking to one of my friends and he does, um, he does like, he manages hotels. And he had a, you know, work staff of about 13 people. So, you know, small business. And he said, I laid off uh, half my work staff. I'm like, oh, that sucks. He's like, yeah, I don't take it lightly. He's like, you notice I didn't say fire them. He said, I laid them off. So I think a lot of people are throwing this jobs number, number under the water due to the fact that they think this is gonna be something that's gonna shut down temporarily. And then when we get, you know, basically going again, then everything's gonna be hitting on the right cylinders and, uh, you know, everything's gonna be back to business. So I think the big thing is, you know, but the Moderna news is, I don't think it's that big of a deal in, you know, in hindsight, just due to the fact that like, I don't think everything is gonna go back to normal. Um, I did participate in some action yesterday on Sunday Fun Day. Um, some of the bars slash restaurants, like social distancing was not a problem. You could be, do anything you wanted. And then some of the places, the ones I would like go to the bar and they're like, excuse me, where are you going, sir? I'm like, I'm going to the bar. They're like, you have to stay at your table. If not, we're gonna kick you out. So it kind of de depends on the individual establishment. Uh, but so, yeah, one of them was like, I mean, one of them was just like a free for all. And the other one was just like, you have to go back. You're like not allowed to be here. I'm like, okay, whatever, like joking around. They're like, no, you have to go or we'll kick you out. I'm like, okay, I will take yeah, it. I, 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 I think things are ultimately going to go back pretty normal because I don't think we're really organized enough to, uh, as, as a species or, you know, here in the United States to pull off like any, any actual new normal. Like here in North Carolina, and, you know, I, I'm in Chapel Hill, so, it's, you know, everything's very, like, you know, politically correct here, like, you know, kind of wearing masks, things like that. But you go to an ABC store, I went to buy, buy some Mezcal, which is like, you know, the government-run liquor store in North Carolina. And you have two people, you have three people behind the counter. Two of them are wearing masks and one isn't. So, you know, I, I don't understand how that doesn't result in three people having coronavirus. Same thing, I'm walking down the street, I see a father with three kids. The three kids have masks on, the dad doesn't. Again, I see the outcome there being four coronavirus cases. Like if, if you know, if, um, if they're exposed to it. So yeah. the whole mask thing, unless you're putting masks at the door of establishments and taking them from people and disposing of them on the way out, I don't really see how much good it does. So I think this whole new normal a little bit overhyped. I, I really don't. I, I'm starting to think things aren't going to change that much at all in yeah, like, you know, a year. Yeah, I agree with a lot of that. Like I saw um, a father at the park and um, the father was wearing a mask, but the son wasn't. And I was like, 
What's the point? Because so they go if, home and what happens? If you get, if he gets the mask, if he gets it, you're gonna get it. Like, what do you like? Why? Is, like, that makes no sense. And you know, you go to the grocery store and uh, they're like six feet distancing and they have everything set. But like, so like, when you check out, you have to be like six feet distance. But you're like a foot from the person to the right of you or left of you. So like. I mean, it just literally makes no sense. Like, if you're going to do yeah, it, like, it's do self, it right. It's self-checkout. You're touching the same scanner. Like, you yeah, know, I mean, it, it doesn't make sense, any of it. And, you know, I see a husband and wife together, like, you know, relatively elderly people. It's like, he's wearing a mask, she isn't. Well, you know, what, what's going to happen when they go home? Yeah, um, I mean, I, 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 uh, I totally home. agree. Um, it's it's uh, a little bit, little crazy that um, some of the things that we see going on. But you know, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I'm the epiphany of you know being responsible in my social distancing. I still truly do believe that coronavirus um, might dissipate through warm temperature and air. And you know, I'm somewhere that happens to be 100 degrees outside every day. So. That's how I, I feel like I rationalize it. That due to the fact that um, uh, you know I, the cases here aren't that big. It's not. Like, I mean, I was just, if I was in New York City, I wouldn't leave ever. Like, and it would be terrible. But hold on, I just need to send one trade out. They're buying some calls in Colgate Palmolive. How do you feel about Colgate? Back to my back to what I was saying about China. What's your favorite ETF to play, uh, China broadly? Um, <clears throat> my favorite ETF to play China. I was long the EWJ for a while, um, and I'm not long that position anymore. But I was in the EWJ. Um, that is up dollar twelve today. Um, so you need EWJ is a Japanese ETF. Uh, I like that one. Uh, they've been buying calls in uh, VIPS. Uh, so we see VIPS calls being bought. They have earnings coming up. Um, JD, I think you know technically wise, you a a any pullback in JD is just a buy. Um, and they're an online, you know, retailer for, um, they're basically like the Amazon of, um, or Baba. I don't like Baba as much, um, but JD, I would say, technically, that's probably your best bet if you want to play it. I'm sure there's some, there's an Asher, which is technology ETF uh, in China. That one's up at 2.2% today. So I think there's a lot of opportunities to get into those if you want. It, 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 it doesn't sound like we're going to see a tra trade deal with China anytime soon. It seems like we've taken a few steps backwards. Not uh, at least not, you know, assuming we continue with the current administration. I would see, see an actual trade deal, uh, you know, in the next year. You know, we've we, we've gone, we've we've kind of pulled back on phase one. We're now ordering some retire, retirement funds, pension funds, not to invest in China. We've blocked, I think we've blocked chip sales to highway. So we really take steps back there, and that kind of that that was kind of some news. I think towards the end of last week. And that's been, you know, kind of put on the back for Werner due to this coronavirus vaccine. Um, that's kind of dominated the headlines today. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, one thing I think about, though, is, um, you know, the odds historically, and um, we don't like to talk politics on here, but the odds historically of being president and, and running for presidency again and not winning your second term is very, very low. And I think a lot of the presidential the ch chance of Trump being reelected is tied to the stock market. And if I think if he wants to win, we have to see a stock market at least above 2,500 in the S&P, and I think we will. So I think, you know, the China trade deal or whatever it is, the market, maybe not from here, but the market will be above 2,500 when Trump is, is running for presidency. 
We might not take out the lows due to the fact that the chances of him winning are very high. And he, he knows, like he said from day one, our whole, my whole presidency and my whole term is based on how the stock market does. That's all he cares about. The stock market is higher, more people money in their 401k, they're set to our IRA, and it's like, thinks he's done a good job. And it's possible that Trump will be the president when the stock market hit the all-time high, um, if we can't get over this coronavirus thing. So I'm very bullish, not necessarily from this level, but I'm bullish until the end of the year or till he gets elected. But then you might have to say, hey. Or until the election, yeah. Yeah, and then we might have to say, hey, we don't have, people aren't working. You know, like if, if we stay at an unemployment of where we are, which is 36 million people out of 150, 160 million, we're in so much trouble. We, I mean, we could let, lead to a depression, not even a recession, but a depression. So it, it's a lot well, of yeah, pain. Depression level on unemployment. I mean, if it keeps up for two quarters, which, I mean, the depression is what? Two quarters of negative GDP growth, right? Um, you're, probably, you're, more, you're more of the economist. I'm more of the trader. I'd like to say so. You'd probably know that. Better. Yeah, I mean that's the, the definition of um, is a uh, I believe two four consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. I believe. Um, but yeah, I mean these are depression level. Um, this is depression level unemployment for sure. I mean, I, I mean it would be historic. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm face Trump in November. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. But I mean, to to get reelected with thirty, with you know, twenty five percent plus unemployment would be uh, unprecedented. I mean, it's all unprecedented. Twenty five percent unemployment in the United States is unprecedented. So you know. Yeah. So I mean, it should be you know interesting. I still think you know volatility is here to stay. Um, I still think a lot of these, uh, you know, these. I, I, I was long. I was short CCL via puts. I got out of that position. I actually took a long position in American. I closed that today. Um, I think there's more opportunity to short stocks that are rallying. It's like it's like you buy the buy the rumor, sell the news, right? And like the rumor is that like, oh, we're going back. Well, you hear one state that spikes in cases, then what are we gonna do? We're gonna shut down again? I I, I think we're like we're open. We're just gonna be open. So um, oh no, we're open now. Yeah. No, we're open. So yeah, there, 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 no, there, there's no closing back down. Yeah, so I think we're just we're open and uh, you know like you you know I think it's is the it's the I think that we're gonna be in buy the dip mentality for uh, at least a good well uh, you know when is the presidential when is uh, the election November? Yeah, yeah. So I, I gave the, wrong, what, the, the the definition I gave was a recession. A depression is a recession that lasts three years. And I think we could get that if you know we don't get a, a really strong uh, reopening of the economy. Uh, so you know, I, I just think I think you know I would say for me personally, you know, I was six months bullish. Um, you, I think it's all in by the dip mentality. You, I mean, you can barely find someone on TV that's bearish. Um, actually, one of the hedge fund guys came on and he said this is the most overvalued the economy has been since, or the market's been since uh, I don't know 2008 or something like that. So. Um, 1999, 
the book will be long and then they'll go on TV and make bearish comments. So if the market sells off, they're gonna be like, well, I came on TV and said it. And then if it goes up, their portfolio and their, the money they make goes up as well. So, you know, it's an interesting time. You know, the VIX is still hanging out here. We got about two minutes left. We're gonna do our final thoughts. New week, fresh week, uh, June expiration. I will let you start. Yeah, I just got a text from my friend here. He said, you never believe it. My wife got her job back. She, like, managed, I don't know, 100-some people in-store, like, across, like, you know, some multiple anthropology stores. She's based in Charlotte, so she had, she had like, 30-some 30, 30 stores under her or whatever. So, I mean, apparently people are actually being rehired because, you know, I, I, nobody thought that would happen right there. So, I mean, you know, I guess these companies are really bringing back people who are on furlough as we reopen. So perhaps this is a more of a real recovery uh, than I initially thought. I hope I'm wrong, obviously. I, I, as bearish as I've been, I've never helped, hoped to be wrong more. You know, I'd love to get selectively long certain names. I think a lot of tech has become overbought, and I'd love to get long names that have been, you know, the most virus sensitive, the most beat up. Darden restaurants, you know, some of the airlines perhaps, uh, things like that. <clears throat> And uh, my, yeah, my final thoughts are um, I'm actually going to lower my puts on CAR. I'm gonna. So yeah, my thoughts are you know the only way to trade this is a long, long, short basket or book because you know I'm down a thousand dollars today in Freeport, but I'm also up two thousand dollars in coal stores. So you can't. I think this market is too hard to trade to one specific direction. I don't think you can be long every name. And I don't think you'd be short every name. So you have to have some positions that are long, some positions that are short. You know, to, on a day like today when the S&P is up 150 points, I'm trying to buy some puts in CAR longer dated. That's fine. And maybe I'll be wrong for a couple days, but I understand they're two months away. Uh, we do have Memorial Day on Monday. So what that means to me is we will continue to see a lot of volatility in this week, and but it will be a lot slower. So... Uh, a lot of retail earnings this week. We have Kohl's, we have uh, Target, we have Walmart. Uh, I put on an Iron Condor and Home Depot. Uh, I don't think earnings will be as important because a lot of people are just like, oh, we're not doing any guidance going forward. And they're like, that's the social acceptable thing now to not do any guidance at all. So um, keep an eye on earnings. Understand Monday is a holiday, so we have some premium coming out of these options. Be very, very careful of your June premium levels. Um, stay close, have some longs, have some shorts, but. Uh, you know, I think we're going to get through this mess and we'll see what happens after that. We'll be with you every day this week. I know John's been very, very busy with work and I'm going to start doing some podcasts uh, just on my, my own if he's not available for the day. So we will continue to do these four days a week. Thank you, everybody. Anything else? Are we good? Thank you, guys. Take care.